Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Five for Five Day podcast. It is Sunday, February 7th, and it is Super Bowl Sunday. I thought I'd give a quick little uh, Super Bowl Sunday preview podcast to get things going for the month of February. And uh, we looks like we got a classic coming up. It is Super Bowl 55, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, being a Raider fan, this is a tough one to to pick somebody to root for because God knows you can't root for Patrick Mahomes if you're a Raider fan. And Tom Brady was still hold the grudge for the tuck game, you know, 20 years ago. So, you know, it's, it's very tough. It's a, it's a Super Bowl of firsts. I know that it's a, uh, it's the first time we won't have hundred percent capacity down at the stadium. It looks like they're going to allow about 14,000 fans in and another 7,500 healthcare workers, which is a great idea. I think that's about, 30% of the stadium's capacity. Another first is it's uh, the first time ever we will have a team hosting the Super Bowl in their home park, uh, Tampa Bay. It'll be played in, in their home park, uh, in their home stadium, which uh, hasn't been done before. There's been a lot of chances for that to happen, but it's it's never really worked out. Uh, there's also some other weird things that I just noticed I saw on the news today that uh, for the first time in like, I don't know, 15, 20 years, there's not going to be any Budweiser commercials or Coke or Pepsi commercials during this. I guess they chose not to advertise uh, during this one. And I guess, uh, you know, another another victim of this crazy COVID year for the first time in my life in a long time, I'm, I'm in zero football pools. This is a this is amazing. Usually I'm always in about four or five of them throughout the year. And I guess with nobody at work, there's a, there's no football pools going on out there. So I won't have any numbers to root for. But, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great game. It's a great day. And I think um, the way you look at it when, when your team is not in there, it's just a, it's a national American, American event. It's a, it's a time to get the family together, have some food, uh, you know, whether you're a football fan or not, everyone kind of hangs around the TV. I'm a little bit older now, so, you know, you don't go out and, and watch the football game. I've got a lot of great Super Bowl memories from when I was younger, but it's a, it really is a classic um, you know, family day for us right now. My wife goes all out and cooks food and, you know, the kids have a lot of fond memories about, uh, about the Super Bowl. She usually starts about a week before asking everybody what they want for the menu and everybody gives them their, their choice. And she goes out and makes sure that we all have it for Super Bowl Sunday. Um, let's see what else. Um, this is, uh, the Super Bowl actually started the year of my birth. So it's kind of cool. Like it's, you know, matches, First ones in 67, that's when I was born. I was trying to think back of how I became a Raider fan, and it, it all goes back to this uh, 1976. I'm about eight years old. My uh, my uncle takes me up to this garage uh, up in Kearney that he, he had friends working at, and, and I didn't know hardly anything about football at that time as an eight-year-old. I just remember seeing some crazy stories about the Raiders being these bad boys on TV, and one of the guys who worked at the uh, at the – the um, the garage asked me, uh, you know, who, who do I like in the Super Bowl? It was the Vikings and the Raiders, and I knew the Raiders a little bit. And I, I said, oh, I like the Raiders. And then uh, it, was a couple, it was a couple weeks before the Super Bowl or a week before the Super Bowl. When I went back uh, a couple weeks later after the Raiders had won, the guy gave me a, a $5 bill and thanked me because I guess he won some money on the game. He listened to my prediction, and I've kind of been a Raider fan ever since. So I thought that was an interesting story. He spent a a lot of these Super Bowl Sundays uh, with my wife. I think the first one I remember with her actually was uh, the Bears Super Bowl in '85 when they, uh, 
you know, they were the Super Bowl shuffle bears. So that, that was a, a great one. And, and I've watched them ever since with her. So it's been, it's been pretty cool. Uh, it's a good day. Like I said, enjoy it. Make sure you, uh, if you're a dad, make this day special for your family, you know, make sure that it's something where uh, you, you build some memories uh, for your, for your kids around this. I know, you know, we have photos of my, my wife making the, the cupcakes that are the colors of each team and stuff like that. And we used to make the little chart uh, with each one of the, the teams in the bracket for the playoffs. That was always a big deal. We'd have that hanging on the, you know, next to the TV uh, for the whole round of the playoffs. So it's always been a big deal. Uh, we got a good Super Bowl here. I mean, this is um, this is going to forever be known as the Brady versus Mahomes Super Bowl. And uh, I know Brady, you could say, I guess, you know, he's at the end of his career. Mahomes is the, the next, it's like what they call it now, the the old, the true goat versus the baby goat. So you have this, uh, this game here. I think the importance of this one is going to be huge about 15 or 20 years from now when, when Mahomes' career ends and you start to compare who was the better quarterback if these two guys go on a run? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I'm sorry. If Mahomes goes on a run and, and gets up to, you know, that four or five Super Bowl victories in his career and you start comparing him as the best of all time with uh, with Brady, what they're going to look back to is this game. You know, who won this game? And uh, I think that's the the most important thing of it in, in, in this point. You got uh, Brady who's been – this will be his 10th Super Bowl – and I, I always consider this, he's 6-3 and three in Super Bowls. If he loses this one, and he's 6-4 and four in Super Bowls, and Mahomes goes on to win four or five Super Bowls, and he doesn't lose one, kind of like a Montana guy, uh, the argument kind of gets interesting. You know, I know Brady has said that he's not retiring, but who the hell knows? He's, you know, he's, he wants to play till he's 45 or whatever. So you got a real interesting thing. If, if Brady loses this one, and he, he's 6-4 and four in the big game, and Mahomes goes on to win four in a row. This will be the one that they look back now. Obviously, Brady goes ahead and wins this one, and he becomes seven and three in Super Bowls, and he never even gets to one again. It's going to be extremely hard for for Mahomes to ever win that argument again. Mahomes is going to have to go, you know, seven and zero in order to win win that argument as to who's the greatest uh, football player who whoever lived. So it'll be interesting. We'll we'll look at it in, in that that point that from that point of view. Um, Mahomes right now is one and zero as in the Super Bowl. He won it last year, so he's looking to repeat. I think that hasn't been done for a while. Uh, I think the last person to do it was Brady. I think in Brady's uh, third and fourth year, second and third year, he he uh, went back to back. I saw a really interesting stat today. Uh, uh, Brady in all these Super Bowls has never scored a touch. He's never had his team score a touchdown in the first quarter. I thought that was amazing. I look back at all of his Super Bowls. Every single one of them is close. They're all kind of like a one-score game, whether he wins or whether he loses. So I expect uh, tomorrow to be exactly like that. And uh, I'm going to just end the little podcast here with my prediction. I'm going to make a prediction, and I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, like I said, this is Sunday morning, so, you know, the game hasn't happened. I'm putting it out now. I want you to, uh, you know, go to the bank on this one because I, I, I think it's a winner. But I'm going to predict that the Bucks win this one at home against – the Chiefs. It's going to be a high-scoring one. It's going to be close. It's going to be something like, I don't know, 35-31, something like that, 33-30, some some type of high-scoring game like that. But I think Brady's going to come out on top, and uh, his argument for being the greatest player of all time is just going to continue. He'll also become the first player ever to win one 
win a Super Bowl in the AFC and then in the NFC as a quarterback. I don't think that's ever been done before. So uh, that's all I got for Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy the day. Make it special. Make sure you, uh, whether you're going out, I know there's all these stupid COVID restrictions where you're having people over. Be safe. Uh, stay healthy. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the game. And uh, get your get your vaccine soon. I got mine yesterday. No ill effects. Got my first shot. Feel great. My wife, who's a healthcare worker, got her second shot. No, no effects. So get that vaccine and, uh, and let's get back to some normal life. Right. And, uh, let's go Tom Brady and the Bucks. Have a great day. And I will see you soon on the next five for five day podcast. Uh, just one other thing I wanted to add suggestion, you know, maybe some politician who's looking to be extremely popular can pull this one off. Let's see if we can officially make the day after the Super Bowl a national holiday. Uh, my suggestion would be let's push everything back one week and always have the Super Bowl on President's Day weekend, and we'll be off on, on that Monday, and we won't have to worry about everyone calling in the, the next day from being too hungover or too stuffed from eating too much food on Super Bowl Sunday. So if there's anybody out there listening, let's see if we can get moving on that one. Day after the Super Bowl, national holiday. You heard it here.